Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Wednesday. It's another episode of Comic Convos Podcast. I am your host, Drika M. Carter, the one and only of Comic Convos. Comic Convos is brought to you to bring forth entrepreneurs, artists, and CEOs to tell you about their success successes and struggles on their journeys. So today I have with me my guest co-host, Miss Selena Sykes. How you doing? Tell the listeners who you are. I'm good. I'm Selena Sykes, a serial, serial entrepreneur. Um, I actually did the bath this morning. We are way off. It's literally been like 33 years. Oh, wow. So, and I, I really want to talk about starting from the beginning of entrepreneurship and when I decided that this was going to be my life. Okay. Because that started when I was a teenager. Let's get okay? into so it. Okay, so like most teenagers, I started doing hair. And, you know, just doing my own hair, going to school, going out with my friends. Mm-hmm. And... It just, can you do my hair? Can you do my hair? And then it was, it became natural. It felt good. Right. And then before I knew it, I had all these people piled in my mama's kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) And I was a neighborhood hairstylist. Right. And, you know, making very, very good money. As a teen. As a teenager. That's crazy. I started out doing hair too, but I cannot see myself doing hair to this day. Like, I used to say... Oh, I, I know I'm gonna be doing hair. I'm gonna make money, and this was before it was popular. You know, the girls are making money, money doing yes. hair now. But yeah, now mm-hmm. I, I pay for convenience now. <laughs> well, I do too. I do too. As you know, Tater, I, I always say Tater's my my stylist. Yeah, and that hair looking good. But, that is thank you, thank you. But um, you know, so it started with with doing hair, and that's when I really saw my passion for it. Mm-hmm. And you know. Doing hair in my mama's kitchen, it just wasn't about doing hair. It was about nurturing. Because everybody, when you're doing hair, everybody knows. Everybody comes to you with their life story, their problems. You become the counselor, you know. (laughs) And that's where I found my love for people, Mm -hmm. you know. So it just transpired through there. You know, it it went on and on. And then, of course, like many teenagers in the seventh world, here comes baby number one. Okay. When when did baby (laughs) number one come? Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, so you at you're an entrepreneur mm-hmm. amongst all your friends. You're doing all your friends' hair. You're traveling mm-hmm. out the kitchen. Yes. And then boom, teenage pregnancy. Teenage pregnancy. Okay, so our stories is really, really similar because mm-hmm. I, I became a teen mom at 19. Well, okay. of course, I got pregnant at 18, had my daughter at 19. Girl, but... I was married by the time I was 19. Oh, wow. Oh, Lord. We ain't get that yet. <laughs> we starting at 16. Keep it there. Let's... Okay, baby number one happened. Yes, baby number one happens. And of course, like most mothers, they're mad. They're disappointed. So mm-hmm. I couldn't do hair in her, in her house. I was on the Not bus. Not you stop my bag, man. <laughs> I was on the bus, on the bus, literally with a hooded dryer in a backpack, mm-hmm. being pregnant. And, um, you know, a lot of people felt like, how could she do that to you, this, that, and the other? But the thing is, sometimes as parents, we have to show them tough love so that they get it, you do. to not keep making the same mistake. But guess what? I made that mistake twice. Oh. <laughs> not fast, that my children are mistakes, but um, within the next year, by, by the time my first child was nine months old, I was pregnant with Yes. And see, by your mom's teachings, she mm-hmm. felt like, let me make it hard for you so you could not make this mistake again. Yes. Not, again, not saying that the children were a mistake, but you still living like, you know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. grown? Okay. I'm yes. going to show you. And that's yes, probably her exactly. reasoning, because that was her reason. We moms, too. So mm-hmm. we did like that, too. Yeah, so of course now I get it, right? Because <laughs> we, we got some more to go. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we got we some more children that. to talk about. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so I, I definitely get her mindset and where she was, her reasoning behind mm-hmm. it. Um, however, they're here now. Right. So we can't do nothing about that. But again, so I'm 17 at this point with two children. Mm-hmm. And there's no place that can hire me, no place that will hire me. Um, and what do I do with two children? So, and back then, childcare wasn't what it is today. So, right. it was like, you know, what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. You gotta, you gotta step up to the plate, you know, because I, of course, both parent, both dads were absent. Mm-hmm. So here we are, and I got these two kids continuing my entrepreneurship journey, and of course, still doing hair. Now I'm on the bus again mm-hmm. with two babies. A hooded dry. <laughs> <laughs> a hooded dry. Y'all gotta take the visual. Y'all have to picture a hooded dryer on the bus. Big pregnant. On the bus 16, in the backpack. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Yes. People looking like they look like a baby with a baby, and he's shaking their head, and he's <laughs> exactly. standing, you know, and they shoe showing all on, you know, under their breath about yes. you. Because think about the times. Mm-hmm. We we rarely see teenage pregnancies now. Like they have them, but it's not how it was. It's not then. how it was. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So continuing forward, so you know, of course, I keep doing hair, mm-hmm. and then one thing led into another, and by the time you know the babies are two and three. I decide to, you know, well, it's, well, not decide, but somebody came along, and which was a very, very good friend of mine. Right. But it was on another level. Okay. So then we get into a relationship, we get married, and more babies start coming. So at this point, you 19. You got to come back to a 19 and marry, because I can't even <laughs> fathom being mm-hmm. 19 and being married. 19 and married. What? Yes. So you already was just grown and gone grown and gone okay makes sense yes so yeah life just went fast super fast too fast you had to grow up you had to be responsible mm-hmm. you had to make your own decisions because you got two people looking up at you mm-hmm. you're responsible for two other lives along with yourself and you still trying to figure hold, out you hold on because <laughs> we got six more to go. <laughs> so wait how many kids do you have in school eight eight kids okay eight kids okay so and now we married, we 19. We married 19. Mm-hmm. And baby number three. Mm-hmm. And it was a situation where hubby wasn't so sold on entrepreneurship. Okay. You oh, know, that's that's hard. Because sometimes the money is there and then sometimes it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you, you got these children. You got three children now. So now you have to struggle on where do you find your people? Where do your people come from? Because we didn't have what we have today. We didn't have social, social media. media. We right. didn't have, you know, you pretty much, it's who you know. And it whoever's hair you did yeah. is a walking billboard for you. Yep. You know, you had to learn that real quick out the gate. Like, <laughs> you know, you better do your best. And nobody better yep. not get out your chair and say, your <laughs> right, <laughs> and say anything negative. Because that negative is going to travel faster than you know it. Absolutely. So, you know, so you definitely have to do your best. But... Get, being in the marriage with three kids and trying to continue entrepreneurship, number one, he didn't want people in his house. But where are we supposed to go? So now you're treating me like my mom. Mm-hmm. So are you supposed to be my mate and my help partner, my partner making right. this harder for me than what it needed to be? Mm-hmm. So, and that's where the whole title of everything came from is or my manifestation mm-hmm. from misery to millions. Okay, so, so at 19, mm-hmm. three kids, mm-hmm. you unhappy. Yes, very unhappy. Okay, so who did you run to? Like, who? What would be your coping mechanism, or what would you tell a young lady that's listening right now, that's in this position, that's nineteen, three kids, mm-hmm. married, or either common law? That is a, like I'm, that is I'm a good question because my family, and I'm going to be absolutely one hundred percent honest and transparent about that answer. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell her. Hmm. Mm. I don't know what to tell her. And what I ended up doing in my situation mm-hmm. was trying to make the best of a bad situation, thinking that a person was going to change, thinking that I could change him, thinking and like even for me. So I grew up too, y'all. Now mm-hmm. come on, we're gonna really talk about it because it I grew it. up as the the preacher's grandkid. Mm-hmm. So I'm not shy on the word. Mm-hmm. I know the word. Yeah, and I feel like I'm putting him first, mm-hmm. but I didn't put him first. I put man first. So that was my biggest mistake. And that's why I don't know how to answer that question because mm-hmm. everybody has a different walk. Everybody, you know, everybody's situation is different. I would have to know a little bit about the situation, then you know, then give that answer rather than just giving an answer cold turkey. And not okay, so that what would you tell your 19-year-old self? Run. <laughs> <laughs> Run, girl. Tell your nineteen-year-old self run, cause it's. I'm saying that because I'm thinking about my nineteen-year-old self mm-hmm. in that moment, and it was like a totally different story. Like it wasn't like okay, get out. You know, your parents always threaten you before you even mm-hmm. go there and get pregnant. They threaten you and they say, "Oh, don't bring no babies in this house. Mm-hmm. Just talk to me." And, you know, back then it wasn't even just talk to me. It was don't do it. Just don't do it. And you still did it. Because mm-hmm. why? Your friends doing it. Your mm-hmm. pressure. You know what I'm saying? You just want to see what's up. Mm-hmm. And you see what's up. And you see. And it ain't what's up. <laughs> for real. It's not. <laughs> so, like, for me, at that moment, like, being 18, I just was 
finally grown it on my own. Mm-hmm. First year in college, just graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. Nobody can't tell me nothing. I got a car. Mm-hmm. I got a house. You I'm in college. Mm-hmm. I got a job. I'm doing my thing. Mm-hmm. Nobody can't tell me nothing. I don't have no curfew. Nothing. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big dog mm-hmm. in my mind at 18. Right. And then boom, I get pregnant. And I never forget my my auntie told my mama, oh, I'm gonna tell you how she if I knew if she pregnant or not. Mm-hmm. Get a EPT. Remember mm-hmm. the EPT? Get an EPT. <laughs> so my mama was like, Oh, I need you to take this. Mm-hmm. She never asked me nothing before. Like she just knew I was I was grown. I'm I'm always out. I'm always uh-huh. I'm sleeping out at this point, mm-hmm. you know. And she was like, Oh, um, I need you to take this. I was like, I ain't pregnant. I know I ain't pregnant. I kid you not, I probably was lit still no showing no nothing she was like oh no she pregnant i think she pregnant i took the test sure enough i was pregnant mm-hmm. and i'm just denying it now and i'm like oh no i know i ain't pregnant i ain't pregnant mm-hmm. could never can't be was pregnant um so my mom was like oh you need to go to the doctor you know get everything together so go to the doctor literally like the next day after the doctor gave me all the prenatals and all that mm-hmm. stuff i started showing like it was literally like the next day i went to school you was i was at school i was at school everybody no like literally everybody was like when like what is what is mom come from i'm like yeah it is what it is but i'm still more school Mm -hmm. so from that point i just felt like okay i got somebody looking up to me Mm -hmm. i have to do what i have to do i'm not putting this baby on my mama but I also had friends around me that had children mm-hmm. and had multiple children, like back to back, like similar to mm-hmm. your situation. And I was like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So I made sure I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is always, oh, fool me once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got me. I'm good. I'm yeah. good with this one. <laughs> Nobody not going to watch two children, let alone three, let alone mm-hmm. four, let alone. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Yes. Mm-mm. So yes, how ma'am. did you pivot from misery? manifestation time time look time is only in the eye of the beholder but sometimes Mm -hmm. it just takes patience and perseverance yes and you know you you just take it one day at a time did i know it would come to this point no did i think it would ever come to one day of divorce no Mm. never never thought of the divorce never right um but you know like they say, when a woman's fed up, it's just ain't nothing you can do about it. And then, you know, my sign got a lot to do with it, too. I'm a Virgo. <laughs> oh, Lord, these Virgos. The, the Virgos be a little <laughs> you emotional. You Y'all be very, emotional. Very emotional. The emotions, Erratic. the emotions kick in first, and then it becomes anger. And then the anger mm-hmm. turns into drive. Mm-hmm. You know, so and, and a lot of people think that that's crazy. But it, to us, it makes all the sense in the world. I'm sure it does. You know, but... You know, it it just became frustrating and it became frustrating because I'm trying to not only help him support, you know, but also have something that I can call my own. Right. He wanted me to have motherhood as something that I could call my own. But my mindset and the way that I'm built, if something happened to my husband today or tomorrow, what am I supposed supposed to do? Right. You know, not ever not at that point, not even having a GED. Not having a high school diploma, not having, never had a job. Oh, wait, let's go back. We dropped out. Yeah, we dropped we out. Were, we were full time doing hair mm-hmm. with this hoodie dry. Yes. On a bus. Yes. Married to this unsupportive yes. husband. Yes. At 19. Yes. And I thought I had caught me a prize. Huh? Girl, did I, did I ever. <laughs> so I think, all right, we're going to shift this thing a little okay, bit. Okay. Right? Yeah. And we, I'm not going to do hair because it's not what he want me to do. Mm-hmm. All right. He don't see the, he don't see my vision. Mm-hmm. Which y'all look, let me tell y'all. Your vision is your vision. Nobody else is exactly. going to see your vision. So your you other eye to, don't even yeah, see your vision. That's right. <laughs> you can have 2020 in this eye and 5030 in this eye. Your other eye don't even see your vision. That's right. So you can't expect your husband that's outside of your body to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even your so friends, your sister, your even, cousin. Even when you partner with his mother. <clears throat> so we're we going deep. The mother in law mm-hmm. was doing Amway. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Amway? Yeah, I remember Amway. Okay. <laughs> so I said, Mother-in-law, what is this? This was my first introduction to uh, multi-level marketing. Yes. Right? So I get into Amway with my mother-in-law. And again, he's against it. I'm working with your mom. I can't even go work with I your mom. I can't even go work with your mom. <laughs> I 
can't even work with your mama. <laughs> so he's against it. So again, mm -hmm. me trying to shift. So this is how the mm -hmm. serial entrepreneur was born. Because, all right, that didn't work. Well, maybe it's just a company you don't believe in. Right. So now I have an aunt who does Mary Kay. So I get into Mary Kay with the aunt. Now mm -hmm. I'm spending too much time at my ATI. Because we're giving the Mary Kay parties. Yeah. And yeah. My, my, my auntie, she makes the best tuna fish. So I'm like, auntie, as long as you're making that tuna fish, I'm on my way. So again and then it's something that i can bring my children with me yes you know mm -hmm. and then they get to see and learn everything that i'm doing that was a no-no too oh my god everything so it was so just, he just wanted you to be a traditional housewife he wanted me to be the traditional and 19 housewife. though like sir <laughs> i'm 19. Teen. Look, and 19 i need and it wasn't even about being out with my friends because remember i'm in the kitchen doing hair mm -hmm. while my friends was at the parades and clubbing and doing all that right I was too tired to go because I had just finished doing everybody here. Yep. So it really wasn't it about hanging time. out. But I wanted a pair of shoes. I wanted a handbag. Something. You know, something I wanted for my own me. Call. Exactly. For me. Yeah. Exactly. I wanted something for me. And not only that, when you have that many children and you're not providing for them yourself or you feel like you can't provide for them, mm -hmm. that's a problem. It is. That's it a is. problem. And it was a problem for me. So that's why I just continue to fight this battle on entrepreneurship, even though let's get back into being the preacher's grandkids. <laughs> Come on. Even though I know I'm going ever going against being um, what do they call it? So on the tip of my tongue. Submissive wife. Submissive wife. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Drew. Girl, that's mm -hmm. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Girl, yes, being the submissive wife. And I know I'm going against it ten toes down. Mm -hmm. But but you're not though. You conforming. You're sacrificing. You're doing all the things that you think that he wants you to do because you thought that mm -hmm. he would support. eventually support and change. And now let's put a twist on it now because mm -hmm. I done did all that. So wait, wait, wait. Not the wait. twist yet. We're going to mm -hmm. get to the twist. But was he like an alpha male when yes. you met him? Yes. So did you we're, understand that call, and know that? We're going to call him the alpha male amongst mm -hmm. something else, but I'm, I'm not going to be negative. <laughs> Um, because the man ain't here to defend himself. Okay, but, yeah, you know, because I like I respect that. Discussions. I respect that. But, uh, but yes, he was the alpha male, and then okay. me being a Virgo, which your best friends were the Virgo, so you mm -hmm. know we are the alpha female, and mm -hmm. it's just what it is. That's true. As, and y'all want y'all weight. We want our weight, <laughs> and we gonna fight tooth and nail until we get it. Yes, yes, <laughs> as you should. As you yes. Should. Okay, so back to the twist. So the twist of it is. I never gave up on entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And then time goes on. And of course, we're doing birthday parties, this, that, and the other. So I needed a balloon guy, right? So mm -hmm. my mom sends the balloon guy. Um, well, I'm not going to call his name. So my mom sends a balloon guy. He does the balloons. And he when he walks in, he's like, Selena, you did all this stuff yourself? I was like, yeah, we're talking about before y'all even knew anything about a treat bag, a candy right. bag. Parties, yeah. Yeah, girl. I was doing it all. The right. cake, everything. Because you had to. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. and by that time, girl, I was getting eleven hundred dollars a month food stamps. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, but the money was flash party, and the change was strange. <laughs> exactly. But we had to make it happen. <laughs> exactly. So it's full flash party, and I'm talking about everything mm -hmm. to where I rented the the costume and put a family member in it. Like y'all gonna be making Minnie Mouse. Somebody gonna do this. Somebody yeah, gonna be crying. I got it. All that. My exactly. Mm -hmm. So we had this big extravagant event. So when this man came and did these balloons, he was like. If I gave you a balloon, <clears throat> excuse me, if I gave you a balloon tank, what would you do with it? I said, what would I do with it? Well, I'm about to turn this thing out. What you talking about? What would I do with it? Mm -hmm. So now here we come with the balloon business. Okay. So now Selena's Creations is born. Okay. So at this point, at this point, hubby decides to take it to Baton Rouge himself mm -hmm. and LLC it. Hmm. Without me, he LLC your business. Yes, your thoughts, your ideas, your work. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So it's giving control. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's giving control. So lo and behold, I didn't pay that no mind. So mm -hmm. I'm thinking this is what support from a husband looks like. Yeah, you still so in la -la -la my Right. <laughs> so at this point, at this point in time, I'm thinking, all right, I got him on board. Mm -hmm. We we about to take this thing and we about to make some millions now. Mm -hmm. We about to do this. Was I mistaken? All right. So no, was I wrong? right after the LLC happens, his birthday comes up and I give him this extravagant birthday. Of course, I have all these kids to cook for. And it be, it became that because I have a big family and I cook for them already. I was already cooking for my kids. 
neighbor's kids, my mom, you know, my, people my mom was going to invite, mm -hmm. my sister's kids, which she has seven, my cousin's kids, she got six. So it's already a party. All these people, mm -hmm. Right. We cooking for all these people. So what I decided to do, when I knew I had his birthday coming right up right after the holidays, which was in March, I'm going to freeze this food and I'm going to have a big spread for his birthday along with what I'm going to cook. Mm -hmm. So we give the, I give the birthday party for him on AP tour at the little bar. I can't remember what it was. It was a blue building. Right in the middle of the block on AP2 Road between Galvez and Newell. I can't bullets. Not bullets. Not bullets. Go further down. Okay. Further down. Further down towards St. Saint or oh, like where the duck off at. Past the duck off. Two blocks over. It was a, it's right in the middle of the block. I can't remember what I it can't was. Think. Okay, yeah. But but anyway, um, so we give this birthday party and the well, the barmaid asked me, Do you want me to serve the food? Can everybody eat? And I was like, No, let our guests eat first. Mm -hmm. And then whatever's left mm -hmm. over, disperse it throughout the club because I'm not bringing nobody nothing home. That's it. I'm no. done with it. We're exactly. not, we're not refreezing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, so we went ahead and you know, gave the food out or whatever. And everybody was like, Man, who cooked this food? Do they care? He speaks up for me and says, Yes. So now, now you do balloons, balloons and catering. When we turn out a caterer, I'm not cook. a caterer. I just cook. I just cook. And yeah. I'm the type of person I like my grandma yay. I like a bottle of wine. Uh, if it's cold, I like my Bailey's Irish cream. Mm -hmm. And we gonna get in the kitchen and we gonna throw down amongst good conversation. That's it. Good cooking is not quick cooking to me. Yes, that's my thing. You have to. I feel like so, you have to be in love in the kitchen. Yes. One thing about it, you yes. have to. You have to bring love to the kitchen. So when we started pumping out this food and everything is on schedule, you talking about misery turned up to a thousand. Mm -hmm. I was completely. So busy. you're getting the orders. I'm getting orders. You're getting the money. We're making the money. Mm -hmm. And we're pumping out good food. But this is not what you want to do. But that's not what I want to do. You made that decision for me. Exactly. Ooh, that's, that's hard because you wanted the support. Mm -hmm. You wanted to do something with your that's husband. That's the twist. And then, like, I'm, I'm dissecting it. I don't know if y'all listening. I don't know if y'all listening. I don't know if y'all paying attention. Yes. But we get into it. Like, I don't know if y'all paying attention to who Selena is. And all of this is bringing you to who Selena is today. Yes. And who the future Selena is going to be. But, okay, so now y'all in business together. Mm -hmm. Forced. Yes. Because you didn't ask for LLC. This was a hobby. LLC, yes. Right. And with the things that you were doing, he didn't support Wait, wait. Then we're operating illegally because you can't have a catering company out of your house. Mm -hmm. It right. has to be. So we're posting the you catering company as Selena Creations, the balloon company. But you still sliding the food. But still flat sliding the food. But what if. Yes. Oh my God! So all the liabilities, like what if somebody gets sick? What if somebody right. wants to sue? What if some, like right. these are the things we think about now because we're poised business owners. But back then we was just hustling. We was hustling, but that also came to mind mm -hmm. because our Levi integrity always have. Right. Girl, come on, let's jump back to that Virgo. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Virgo's. Our sensibility is if we gonna do something, we are gonna do it hundred percent, right. and mm -hmm. we gonna do it right. Oh, I'm not gonna do it at oh, all. Oh, we not gonna do it at yeah. all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was always my mindset is to do it right. And and I wanted to know what I was doing. To be honest with you, within the past five years, mm -hmm. I'm just learning what it is to be a businesswoman on my own two feet, having it built correctly, having it, you know, all the legalities in place. Mm -hmm. Just so learning that and been me, in this over 33 years. For me, I'm just learning what I want. Okay. If that makes sense. Because mm -hmm. I was always... Oh, yeah, whatever y'all want is cool. Mm -hmm. Like, very, very passive. Mm -hmm. Like, if y'all say, oh, we getting something to eat, you want something? Yeah, whatever you can. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not even looking to really see what I want. Mm -hmm. And so I found that that was a flaw of mine. Mm -hmm. So I'm working on it. No, I'm going to tell you what I want, how I want. Right. What colors, what, what style, what style, what mm -hmm. size. Like, I'm learning. That's one of my boundaries. Mm -hmm. I need to say what I want instead of saying, oh, yeah, whatever you choose. Mm -hmm. I can't let you choose for me. Right. I can't let nobody choose and see, me. And I learned that when I was always outgoing and knew exactly what I wanted, mm -hmm. being in that marriage, I lost that. Right, because you was always sacrificing. Became, yes, then it became whatever you want, whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm just going with the flow. Mm -hmm. you know? Ooh, and that's then, bad. And then, then again, mm -hmm. I'm miserable. That is part of my misery. Because you're going with the flow. Because and it's I'm not your flow. And, and then it be, <laughs> girl, and then it becomes that 
it not only is it not my flow, mm. it, it just becomes so, it just engulfed me to the point where now I don't recognize who I am mm. as a person, you know, because everything is, and literally I used to cry to myself at night and not because I was mad with him, but because I was mad with myself because we all have accountability. Yeah. You, you don't just, you know, you don't get to a certain age where you realize you need to take accountability. You know you need to take accountability. I believe that everybody walking yes. the face of this earth knows that they have to pay, take accountability. They just choose to pass it off on somebody else because it's easier. And That's I don't true. live like that. I live in my own truth because I want the easy to come. Mm -hmm. And the only way to make it easy is to face it, embrace it, and move forward. Right. You know, okay. so so with the balloon company and the catering company, <laughs> Katrina hits. Oh, okay. So and now we in 05. When I tell y'all, it was a, a burden lifted off of my shoulders. Mm -hmm. I wasn't anxious to get here to see what we could save. So where did you go for Katrina? We went to Alabama. Alabama is where okay. my grandparents are. The preacher and his wife. Yeah. <laughs> We so at this point, you have how many kids? Eight. Okay, so you all the way at eight kids. Yes, now. we had eight kids. Okay, so the eight kid, the last five mm -hmm. is for the, well, the last six. Six for, for the husband. husband. Yes. Okay, okay. Yes. Okay. So we're at eight kids now. And then uh, if anybody knows anything about Auburn, Alabama, it is Bible country. <laughs> the and, Bible thumpers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you go to church or you don't show up to Momo house on Sunday. So we was the church. So then comes the spiritual battle. Mm. He's against it. He wants to say that the Bible is a mental piece that pastor uses. Now, my grandfather was not our pastor. Mm -hmm. um, he was, you know, on the board of pastors, which their church had its main pastor mm -hmm. who would preside over the, over the ceremony, uh, not ceremonies, but, you know, the the service and everything every morning. Um, my grandfather became his own pastor, served doing his own services later on, later on, but shortly after Katrina. Okay. Um, but it just, it again, it just became another level of control because I wanted to step outside of the box of what he thought was the norm or mm -hmm. the correct thing to do. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm not that submissive wife because I'm going to submit unto the Lord and I'm not going to submit to you. Right. You know, so at this point, the marriage is, is, is dissipated. Yeah. We just going through the motion. We just, we just here for the kids. Yes. Right. So, and then Katrina, I don't know about everybody else, but for me, Katrina, and I hate to go back so far, mm -hmm. but it is what it is. Katrina, for me, relieved, not relieved, uh, revealed a lot. Revealed. Okay. A lot. I it, you know, I know for some people it was devastating. It was horrible. But for me, it was something that I needed to happen. It took you from going through the motions to putting you in motion. Exactly. Put Selena in motion. Exactly. Right? Like, what does Selena want? What does Selena desire to have? Yeah. I should desire to Because I feel it coming. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, with Katrina happening in, in the what it revealed, knowing me and my tenacity, mm -hmm. I'm a I'm a fighter, and I'm not just a fighter in spirituality, but I'm a fighter physically. Mm -hmm. I saw a person, even in myself, that changed. Okay, so what changed you during that moment? Because it was a moment of tragedy for a lot of different reasons, not yeah. just because we lost so much well but. for me my family was together i knew where my mama was i knew where my sisters was i was with my daddy's parents mm -hmm. who owned acres of land they had us in a house big enough to support all of us mm -hmm. the church pulled together and took care of us from me the family or my heart was where my family was mm -hmm. but that wasn't the that wasn't the reality for everybody else and it wasn't the reality for him mm -hmm. Because I soon learned that his heart wasn't his family. Mm. And how did you learn it? Oh, um, mm. he decided. The man you was being submissive to. Yes. Sacrifice. Yes. 
<laughs> Go on with the motion. Yes. Oh, you hard now with your friend. You hard now with your friend. Oh, where you hard with it? Here in New Orleans. Mm. <laughs> mm. I don't like that little giggle, Selena. Uh -uh. So this is how I found out. Um, I had this this. I, I hate to call it a ritual, y'all, but I had a routine, okay? I'm a mother of eight right now. Of course, all these eight kids get up, get to an age where they all got to go to school. Mm -hmm. And four of them are girls. So they four and four, y'all. We got four, four girls, girls and four, four boys. boys. Okay. So we got all this hair to do, which I'm not, you know, I'm not new to with doing the hair. So we could get this hair done with four heads, no problem. Even five, including my own. That's no problem. But we had this routine where I set the girls down. On the weekend, and we did hair before, mm -hmm. you know, before church, and that was the hairstyle for the whole week, of course. Right. But um, we sat down to do hair, and that was our one-on-one -on -one time. Mm -hmm. You know, tell me how your week went. Tell me what happened in school. What did your teacher say? How did that make you feel? Those right. type of moments, you know, those real oh, conversations. Those conversations with your kids? Yeah, even though that's even being rare. a parent that young, because that's what I wanted for my mom. Oh, but I didn't get it. You said something right there because I I always tell my daughter like. We have open lines of communication. I don't care what it is. And she's really big on telling me everything. Like, mm -hmm. she don't care. Her friends be like, you told your mom? Yeah. Yeah. You ain't tell your mama that? My yeah. oldest daughter to this day calls me and be like, girl, guess what happened? I be like, girl, I, <laughs> who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> right, because we you can't, girl, she, who? you can't say girl. You can't say she. Who is she? <laughs> girl, look. And I'll be like, girl, who you talking to? Come on, ma. Come on now, girl. Yeah. Look. I'll be like, girl, go ahead. <laughs> That's deep, though. You know, like, even but, like the, the younger ladies listening that don't have that mm -hmm. open relationship, go get it. Go get it. Go talk yeah. to your mama. Yeah. Because she thing, was raised under different circumstances. And the thing about you it know, is, don't condemn your parents. I did condemn yes. my mama for a long time for certain things that I thought should have happened, mm -hmm. but that's not her reality. Right. She only knows how to do what she knows how to do with what she is given. Exactly. And that is it. The same way I saw it a different way. So if you see it a different way for your kids, you do that. Mm -hmm. But she didn't see it that way. So you can't be mad at that because we all have our own minds and our own discretions on how we're going to do things. And it's just exactly. what it is, you know, so still respect, still love. All of that, give you know, grace. yes, give grace, mm -hmm. definitely give grace. But, you know, so we have these these sessions with the kids every night. Because think about it. I had those sessions with the girls, but I didn't have those sessions with the boys. Mm. Because they didn't have that one-on-one -on -one time to get their hair done. They went to the ball. Right. But that's, that's deep, too. That's deep, too, because I know in my family, the girls was always treated differently from the boys. Mm -hmm. Like, the girls is always overprotective, but the boys could go. Mm -hmm. Do whatever they want, and the same goes for when we was talking about teenage pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Who's having a conversation with the boy to say that's right. respect, honor, love? That's right. Be a man, especially when versus... you're being a young man raised right with a mother and father, but no respect is there. The control is there, mm -hmm. and if it's controlling, there's no respect going on right on, on either end, right? Because that ball bounces both ways. That's true. You know, because I'm human too. Mm -hmm. Let's not forget that. I you have because if I'm gonna tell a story, I'm gonna tell both sides. Mm -hmm. I'm not just gonna give that that side right, right. and not give mine. I was disrespectful. Mm -hmm. That's why I said so many times that I was the unsubmissive one mm -hmm. because I was not being respectful mm -hmm. because I was miserable. How can you be respectful in a miserable situation? Right. You're not gonna give any respect to the situation at all. And I and I did like these days. Like I see that so much these days. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, women feel like even now the single women feel like. Well, I can't find a man because I want him to do X, Y, Z. You're putting your own limitations on people. First, your own thoughts. Vision versus perspective. Yes. And first, you got to do that for yourself. Exactly. This is the thing. Mm -hmm. We teach people how to treat us. That's true. We don't. 100%. And if a person recognizes what you do for yourself. Mm -hmm. Or don't do. Or don't do. <laughs> they're going to follow. And they're going to uh, reciprocate exactly what you put forth. It's just what it is. That's mm -hmm. how it works. 100%. You know, you know. And that's, again, why I noticed <clears throat> passiveness was my flaw. Mm -hmm. Because I always was like, well, I don't care about you. Mm -hmm. Well, what do you care about? Girl. So let's start with the stuff that you do care about. What you do think about. I, I truly believe, even though we ended up in, in a situation of infidelity, and infidelity on both parts, mm -hmm. on both parts, we ended up in a situation mm. of infidelity. We're going to get there, girl. We're going to mm. get there. <laughs> 
Um, we ended up in because we got to talk about all of that because mm-hmm. I also want the ladies to know about being in a marriage that does support what you do, mm-hmm. but you don't have the time to dedicate to the marriage because we got to talk about that. Yeah. So um, let me ask you. Much, look how much time we got. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this: time to dedicate to the marriage. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't understand what that means because they feel like when you take on this role of being a wife. Right, mm-hmm. take on this role of being a wife, and he takes on the role of being a husband. Mm-hmm. Right, and you're thinking about what should I be doing? What could I be doing? Mm-hmm. Could I have done something better? Could I have listened? Could I have dressed better? Mm-hmm. Cooked more? Communication? Mm-hmm. Handle finances better? Mm-hmm. Right, like all of those things are impactful in a marriage. Yes. All of those things are contri- contributions to the dissolution of a marriage. Mm-hmm. And people don't want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. It's just, you get mad, I get mad, we at each other through. Mm-hmm. Or you get mad, I get mad, I'm going to go cheat. But we still together for the kids. Exactly. Mm. So let's get into it. Mm. Go ahead. So how did I find out? Um, we're doing our sun, our Saturday evening sessions uh, with the kids. And my oldest daughter says, which she's not biologically his. She wanted to know, well, she didn't know anything about her mm-hmm. biological because mm-hmm. her biological was doing his thing incarcerated at the time, all of that kind of stuff. Makes sense. So, which he wouldn't mind me saying. We we actually best friends till this day. That's good. You know, as you should be. Um, but she wanted to know about her daddy and where he was and when he was coming home. Yeah. So I, I did <laughs> I skipped over that part, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> he literally left us to come back to New Orleans to quote unquote work. Mm. You know, you're at work, but you know, you can't get caught on your cell phone uh, not caught by work caught by me you're not picking up the phone when you do pick up the phone you're disgruntled you're you're cussing me out you are you know badgering me about running up your minutes on your cell phone yeah because <laughs> that's, that's when we had minutes that's when we they don't know nothing about it <laughs> <laughs> you have to wait till three after nine and all that. <laughs> yes you know so and but then i can't catch you when your minutes become free so mm-hmm. what's up of course, my mind is mm-hmm. running wild, and I'm not gonna lie. So this is when I started drinking. I had hadn't even drank before then, mm-hmm. but uh, that's when I started drinking. I started drinking to cope. Oh, to cope, and I was so drinking was your coping. Yeah, mechanism. that was my coping and mechanism. your crutch because I needed to go to sleep while I was crying. I ain't need to keep crying all all night and then my head hurting. Then before I know it, the sun coming up and I got to get the kids up for school. And then Can't that's lagging. Exactly. So I was like, you know, let me get a little drink. Help me go to sleep. And mm-hmm. then the drink became. Not the church lady drinking. Uh-huh. That, <laughs> that became a shock here. And then a glass. Mm-hmm. And, and then mixed drinks. Because then I learned how to mix. Oh. And uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little mixologist by now. <laughs> Because you were stressed out. It's yes. giving Annalise at this point. Yes. So, <laughs> so, um, so my daughter comes to me and she's like, hey, you know, I want to go see my daddy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm like, the responsible thing to do is like, you know, baby, mama can't afford to take us to New Orleans right now. Mm-hmm. So she was like, oh, no, my birthday just passed. I got my birthday money. Mm-hmm. I said, are you willing to put your birthday money in my gas tank? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, I want to go see my daddy. I said, well, let me think about it. She said, no, we're not going to think about it. We're going. We're going. Oh, she made a decision. <laughs> I said, okay. So I loaded up the kids mm-hmm. and I went. Lo and behold, all those months, I could not get him on the phone. Whew. My phone is ringing off the hook. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? We're at the park. We're here. We're there. I never said that we were coming to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I get to New Orleans and he's not where he said he was, he was going to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and at this time, I can't really pinpoint exactly how many months after Katrina it was, but it was not a year after Katrina. Mm-hmm. This was months. This is when the city was still in darkness. Right, right, okay. You know, because it, it took the city a long time to come back, uh, just with, with power on the street. Oh, look. Stop. Yeah. I switched because we got the, my phone had died. Okay, all so, right. Lo and behold. So, lo and behold, we drive eight hours to New Orleans, and I never said you know that i was coming mm-hmm. you know and for somebody who never answered the phone when i would call now my phone is blowing up mm-hmm. but i never answered i get to new orleans and he's not where he said he was going to be mm-hmm. which is a family of mine trim now i've already gotten in the wind 
that he was somewhere he was not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. All my family's property was someone other than me. Mm. But sometimes we know how messy family can be. Mm-hmm. So we choose to ignore. We choose not to see the sign. Mm-hmm. Red flag. Yeah. <laughs> so I just ignored it. Um, I'm a person like my friends can never come tell me about another person. Mm-hmm. You know, girl, I can't tell you what so and so did. Okay, well, yeah. tell so and so do that to me. That's your experience with so and so. That's not my experience with so and so. So that's just the type of person I am. Mm-hmm. So you know, and I and I am one of them ride or dies. You know, our our friend over here talk about ride or dies all the time. All I the am time. that ride or die. You're not gonna come tell me nothing about my name. <laughs> you not. I gotta see it for myself. I gotta see it for myself, mm-hmm. and that's just what it was. So, uh, and of course, I wanted to know what was going on. I wanted to know why he was acting like this every time I would call. I want to know why you're telling me you coming to Alabama and you don't show up. Mm-hmm. I want to know why you leaving my children on pause because they're looking for you too. They're looking for you more than I'm looking for you. Right at this point. Right. You know. So that right. And and I don't think men get how much that hurts us mm. as parents having to be that person that the children fall back on when the other parent doesn't show up or having to be strong mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. yeah you know I, I don't think they get that part but um so i get to new orleans he's not where he's he's supposed to be and i call and he argued me down that i'm not in new orleans i'm lying and i explain the property my, my uncle's property to him Tell them they got two finger trailers sitting on the property. Mm-hmm. One on the street and one in the driveway. And you not here. And you not here. As a matter of fact, I'm <coughs> in the trailer and it has not been slept in. There's no sheets. There's no nothing. Are you sleeping in here without sheets? Oh. Mm. Stay right there. I'll be right there. So he never shows up. It, it becomes about 10 o'clock at night. We're sitting there waiting for him to show up. And I actually left and went to the main board by his grandfather. Mm-hmm. So he shows up to his grandfather's house at about two, three o'clock in the morning, which is totally disrespectful. We just got these people up out of their bed, they elderly. I'm here with your children. You waking me up like, what, what's up? I know what I need to know now, and that's just that. Mm-hmm. Let me go. I'm, I'm like this. If you need to go, you need to go. Right. If I am not what you see fit mm-hmm. in your life, Tell me so we can both go our separate ways. We don't need to fight. We don't need to argue. We don't need to none of that. Right. Absolutely. So it was a sense of relief for me. Um, it, it ended up coming out actually later on exactly why he was there, who he was with, and, you know, not really who this person was. But I believe that this is the person he ended up marrying after we divorced. Okay. You know, but which, you never got the full down truth on that answer. No, and okay. and so and that was it. The last straw. That was came the last straw. And you was just like, mm, yes, after that, done. Okay, we done. That's right. So you filed now, for divorce. I did not immediately. Okay. We split and we reconciled. Well, we reconciled later, and then I ended up moving back to New Orleans. Okay. So this is how I get back to New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And again, still same entrepreneurial spirit because keep in mind. I just got a GD after Katrina hits. Right. Never had a job. Never had a job. Mm-hmm. So who was going to hire me? And I'm hitting 30 years old with no work experience. Right. Like, let make this make sense. What you okay. going to write on me? Girl. <laughs> to be honest with you, I did. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. <laughs> I was responsible it's for all, Look, it's all in the word. So, um, so we get back to New Orleans mm-hmm. and it's it's just the same thing. So, but the infidelity on my part, let me, let me not say, let me not pass that part up. Right. So when, when everything happened here in New Orleans and I got here to see exactly where he was that, you know, wasn't suitable for me and I knew what was going to come next, I went back to Alabama mm-hmm. and going back to Alabama, of course, like, you, you know, met somebody. I met somebody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, which was complete. That was the most selfish point in time in my life that I ever indulged into a relationship or right. not so you even just felt like not even a relationship it was get a back, sh- it was a rebound yes it wasn't even about a get back or, or a rebound because if I'm done I'm done okay but I wasn't divorced and that was the that was the big thing it brought I you back to Bibles yes mm-hmm. you know um but do I stop no no because I'm hurt 
I'm emotional mm-hmm. and I felt like I needed that support vulnerable. and vulnerable. And I felt like I needed that support and more than me needing that support. This was somebody who put bread on the table mm-hmm. and we ain't talking about a loaf. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about bread. We talk about bread. Okay. You know, and the factory. Yes. The owls. Yes. <laughs> so and, okay. and it was something, even being married for all those years, it was something that I never experienced. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that somebody could be that vulnerable with you. Mm. And that's why I said Because you haven't experienced that mm-hmm. type of man. Exactly. At that point. So that's why I say it was the most selfish point in time in my life because I knew what was going to come out of it. And it wasn't a relationship. It was nothing. It was a flame and that's just what it was. It was fun. It wasn't even fun because it brought on a lot of guilt. Mm. Because like you said, going we're in Bible country. I am in a state, in a city where my grandparents are. Everybody talks. And I knew people were talking. Mm-hmm. I had to make myself believe that I didn't care. Right. And you actually did. And, and that was killing you on the inside. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It brought on a lot and it taught me a lot about myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not what a lot of people understand. A lot of people don't understand that when you go through things, it's a learning experience. If you're willing to step outside of yourself and take a look at the whole picture. The difference is in the learning experience, if you don't learn the lesson, you're going to continue to mm-hmm. get that same test just mm-hmm. in different ways. Girl, let's, let's, <laughs> let's fast forward to marriage number two. Okay, marriage because number two. My, my, when I married my now husband, that was my thought process. Mm-hmm. Am I making the same mistake? Right. Is he going to be as controlling? Is he going to respect my mind? Because I am an entrepreneurial spirit. I am. Uh, y'all got to understand this. But did anybody he, who has an entrepreneurial spirit mm-hmm. is a free spirit. <laughs> but did he respect all of those things before the marriage? Yes. Because he's not going to just wake up and start respecting Natural, natural. <laughs> Come on, you married woman. You already know. I'm married. Before yeah. we get married, that is the representative. I know. Once but we sign that piece of paper, it becomes a whole time sin. Yes. However, if y'all not growing <laughs> together, yes. But you know, he did respect it in the beginning. And what made me want to talk about this with you mm-hmm. is my cousin. Right as soon as you invited me on, my cousin was like, "Sis, we got to talk about this." Hmm. And I was like, "You know what?" I just got invited to a podcast. I'm going to talk about it. As you should. Because <laughs> it's your story. Yeah. Like I tell people all the time, your testimony, you you can't have your testimony without getting through your tests. Mm-hmm. And these were all your tests. Yes. A few times you probably failed. Yes. You didn't see yourself failing. Oh, yes. You just was going through the motions and doing That's what you had to do. why we started. We stopped. Because of yeah. failure. And failure is one thing that we're afraid of. And looking back at it now, I shouldn't have stopped. Mm-hmm. I should have kept going. Mm-hmm. But I stopped and felt like I needed to start over. Because um, right. I do want to talk about that too. I don't know what I'm implying. We'll probably do part two. <laughs> but, but, you know, starting and stopping is something that um, you should not do in entrepreneurship. you got to see it through. Right. Because there's no... You, you can't get to that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow if you get halfway through the rainbow and stop. You, you're never going to get there. Right. So, you know, so that's that's what it was, girl. It, it's just, it's been a lot. I'm oh, proud, smiling proud down with this one. You smiling. You happy. I'm very happy. You had this the rainbow. Relief. You had the rainbow. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm at the rainbow. It's time. It's so, time. into this marriage, so in this marriage, did you feel like I'm, I've done everything that I needed to do for me? Yes. Now I'm ready to be. Somebody's partner. Yes. Somebody's submissive wife. Yes. I've been the unsubmissive wife already. The, the thing about it is I didn't go looking for a man. He Ooh, came to me. That's it. That's the one. Because I see so many people, so many women, or so even men. I'm ready for a woman. I'm ready for a wife. I'm ready for a husband. And it's like you can't look for it. Mm-hmm. And the one that you find in the club ain't gonna be the one. Mm-hmm. Anyone, anyway. Right, so like that's the part that people don't really get. Mm-hmm. It's it's if we're going back Bible, mm-hmm. it's the man that finds a wife finds a good thing. Good thing. That's so right. you shouldn't be looking for no man anyway. That's right. <laughs> so you know, so at at this point in time, the divorce is is going on, mm-hmm. and because the divorce y'all went on for five or six years, because y'all gotta understand this. Um, not you don't want to let go, girl. I had to. I had to let go to save me. Yeah, and that's not you know I understand. This is the thing. 
he had control for so long mm -hmm. that he thought he won. But he didn't know he didn't know that or even realize that I was in the battle. Right. With myself. It well, it had nothing to, to do, do with him. him. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we're talking about suicide attempt during this divorce. We're talking about, you know, because you gotta realize I only have a GED, never had a job. The house that we bought after Katrina to move back to Louisiana was not in my name. Mm. So you felt like I had nothing. I was I was facing a brick wall and nothing to tear down me. Mm. That's hard. So how did you overcome that? How did you become the mogul? The powerhouse? Oh, girl, you oh. better not cry. <laughs> <laughs> the powerhouse? How did you get here? Come on. I, I remember that day like it was yesterday. And really, to be honest with you, the suicide attempt was like an out-of-body experience. Mm -hmm. Like when we talk about Virgos all the time, mm -hmm. we talk about the strength that these people have, but everybody has this breaking point. And I was to the point where I just felt like I couldn't take no more. Mm -hmm. And um, so the first attempt, because we're talking about two attempts in one day. The first attempt was, was for me to crash the vehicle, which uh, uh Lamp post fell down on and completely demolished the vehicle. And when they pulled me out of the vehicle, I didn't have a scratch on. Mm. I literally felt now my hands are on the steering wheel. When it happened, I literally felt the 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 seat. Okay. No, I felt the seat fall back. Mm. Right then and there, I knew I had you know angels surrounding me, God on my side. I right. knew it. So at that point, it wasn't a state of confusion. I, I would be lying to you if I said it was a state of confusion, but that's what I that's what I felt, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. But it, it wasn't. It really was. I knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. I really knew what was going on, and I didn't want to embrace it because I felt like I was done. Right. Um, when that happened, you know, of course, uh, they come out, the cars come out. I don't even remember how we got back to the house. We get back to the house, and of course, I go find my nine millimeter, and I want to put it in my mouth and blow my brains out, but I just could not bring myself to do it. Wow. So that was the second attempt in that day, and okay. I just couldn't do it. Um, till this day, I don't even know if I could carry a firearm because you scared it, you know? No, well, legally, at that, at that moment. <laughs> not legally. But, oh, <laughs> but um, you know, I'm glad it's something that I can look back on and cry. Or laugh cry about. and laugh. Yeah, <laughs> in the same you know, way. and it's not even a sad cry. It's mm -hmm. a cry of joy because yes. I overcame. I see joy, you know, and so so let's get to the pop pops. Um, I just kept moving forward. I knew that this is not the 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 destination or the destiny God had over my life. Right, right. So you gotta, you gotta pay up. Did I go through being mad with God? And I want to look in the camera when I say this. <laughs> yes, I went through that that everything. hard spiritual battle mm -hmm. of being angry because I felt like I was doing everything that I could do as a mother, as a wife, everything that I was supposed to do. Um, you know. So how did I get here? Was my question. Why would you let this happen to me? Why would you let my husband step out? Why would you allow me to be in a situation to step out? Even though that's that's choices, y'all. That's all choices. But it's the choices that we made because I felt as though that's what was, you know, put before me. You know, so um, it just got to the point where I noticed the blessings. The blessings kept coming. You know, a lot of people say when we when we're in the wrong walk, the God doesn't have room to bless you, but that's not true. Mm -hmm. He blesses you every day by putting breath in your body. That's just something that simple. You know, it's just like the same thing as having faith of a mustard seed. Mm -hmm. As long as you have something as simple as breath in your body, that's a blessing. You know, so I'm realizing the blessings that God still has for me and what he's still bringing me through. And I'm mad as hell with God. Mad, you know, um, all except for blasphemy, because I would never say, you know, that but um i was just angry because i just felt like tr me trying to do my best 
that I shouldn't have ended up in that position. But sometimes we have to understand that we take life into our own hands and what we speak over our lives and what we do and those choices that we make in life may not may not be the choices that God has but for us and he has to remove us mm-hmm. from those choices that we have made in order to give us those blessings that he has for us. So, you know, I had it took me a long time. It took counseling and not only, you know, psychiatrists but spiritual counseling as well because mm-hmm. I'm spiritual before I'm worldly and you know, so I've had both sides. And to be honest with you, it both met up somewhere in the middle where it all made sense to tie everything together to say, hey, girl, you got a whole life ahead of you, a whole full life. You got to get it together and move forward. Yeah. So that's how we come to Paul House. <laughs> so um, after all of this, you know, I've worked in the chemical plants, completely miserable. <laughs> um Y'all, y'all just don't know. Them chemical plants ain't nowhere to be for mm-hmm. a female. Um, however, I have a degree <laughs> in petrochemical. Okay. Um, you know, I can go be an operator. Just refuse to. Mm-hmm. So there we go. We go right back to entrepreneurship. Um, I've worked at the post office. I worked for the post office for seven years. So um, I know when Drika met me and I won the Powerhouse Award, I was in credit then and doing mm-hmm. very well in credit. Um, right after Powerhouse, the company uh, got audited by FTC, and I was like, okay, my credit credibility is shot. Wow. So how do I recover from that mm-hmm. being connected to this company? And my first mindset was, don't go back. God is shifting this for a reason. Mm-hmm. Go with the shift. Sometimes you just have to go with the shift. Don't try to figure it out. Don't try to figure it out. Just go with it. So I decided to go with it. Next thing happens. Ex-husband passes away. Six so, kids. The six kids. Oh. Yes. Oh. oh. He passes. And what a relationship that I never thought would be regained was the relationship with me and my kids for divorcing their father. They lived with him. Mm. You know, a lot of people want to talk about actually I I made a comment on social media the other day under a post because I felt like the police department wasn't doing their due, due diligence on a situation that happened in my family. And somebody called herself trying to come for me to say, well, didn't you lose your kids? I lost my kids to a suicide attempt. You know, it's, it's really disheartening. Mental. Yes, That's That's it's really disheartening that. And they didn't go to the state. They were awarded to their father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's a big difference. Mm-hmm. But it's real disheartening that we come for one another. And, and don't know the backstory, right? You know, you know, check your facts because you're never going to have a hundred percent of the facts of a person's life or what happened to a certain person, a person's situation mm-hmm. to be able to speak on it. So, you know, just, you know, stay in your lane. You know, <laughs> stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. <laughs> we were talking about that since Monday. Stay in your lane. Run your race stay at your own pace. All that. Exactly. Man. Oh my God. You know, so it's it's really been a lot. But they want mm-hmm. to live with their dad. And during that time, you know, I realized it was time for me to get my life together. It was yeah. time for me for everything that I didn't do that I wanted to do. It was time for me to do it then. Mm-hmm. So we went. Got well. Of course, I got my GED since when Katrina hit. Um, I, during that time of me being. In the middle of the divorce, mm-hmm. I, I made myself busy. I went got a degree. Yes. While I was working in the chemical plant, that's right. not Why easy. Was making that money. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. You know. So and right after that, so I went into the post office. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm still. I'm back into insurance now. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I got into insurance while I was in college too with Primerica. Um, oh, Primerica, y'all, Chrissy. Because we got the best insurance. <laughs> um, but, it, you know, the, with Primerica, the reason why I got the reason why I got out of Primerica, you know, so, you know, entrepreneurship, the start to stop, y'all. Start to stop. Don't start to stop. It's a pivot. It's the pivot. Yeah. It's all right. Um, it's the, pivot. the office I was with, there was some things going on in the office that I did not like and did, wasn't fitting for a woman. You know of my stature yeah you know being married things like that mm-hmm. you know so i had to leave and instead of transferring to another team 
I decided to just quit altogether. And I, I dove into the post office full force and then got into uh, credit. And then once I got into credit and then kids, dad passes away, um, the kids come back home. Okay. They come so back they home. Pivot again. And grown. <laughs> grown with a grandbaby. <laughs> So I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. So we we have to realize, you know, these children, my children, mm -hmm. are being supported 100% by their father. And I'm just not that parent. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to support somebody who's grown because now it's time for you to figure out your own way. Because I figured it out since I was 16. Me too. Mm. You know, um, my mama didn't that. buy Jordans. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the reason why I wanted to do hair is because my mama didn't buy Jordans. Mm -hmm. You know, Jordans was a big thing for us. Mm -hmm. Chucks was a big thing for and us. And that's when Jordans was on it. Like, um, what else? Ballys. <laughs> I wanted ballys. Huh. You know, I I wanted it. You know, them starter jackets. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I had to have it. <laughs> I, I'm her. I'm that label girl. I am. Mm -hmm. You know, um, but with you know, the dad, their dad passing away, them all coming back home. Now I have my daughter and my grandson, mm -hmm. and she's pregnant again. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, nobody's going to hire you pregnant because you're a big liability. Mm -hmm. Unless we can get you hired at a bank. Okay. A, a good so, job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So she was like, well, Ma, I really like what you're doing. I like entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And then she supported the powerhouse and everything, the whole campaign. Mm -hmm. I mean, she did posting, she did everything. She she went, she ran for her mama. Like, she ran for <laughs> and her mama. Come on. And you know, so I was like, okay, what do you want to do? So she mm -hmm. was like, Well, I already got the kids, let's start a nursery. So I started digging into in-home daycare. Okay. And we started thinking about that. And I put her into it because you know you gotta go take the online class. Mm -hmm. Got her in the online class. I don't know about this. <laughs> I'm like, good. I'm glad you told me now. So I was on the phone with, because remember, credit at this point is at a halt because yeah. we're trying to figure out what this company going to do, all of that good stuff. Mm -hmm. So I have another business partner that was in credit with me at the same time. We became good friends. She's in California. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Selena, girl, I'm telling you, start a cleaning business. And let me tell y'all something. Then boom, you start the cleaning business. Never did I think I would be scrubbing anybody's toilet, mm -hmm. washing anybody's dishes. I'm, that wasn't me. I ain't, I'm just going to say it wasn't me. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it. I never thought about it. But it happened. <laughs> it happened and I absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love it. Because I'm not a person Well, we, we're all money driven. Don't get that wrong. On right. this we're all money driven. But for me, when it gives me a sense that I'm helping people it, it just becomes a whole totally different ball game. And when I see the faces of people that I've cleaned their house and the, the most dear person, the most dear client that I ever had, uh, well, I'm not calling no names, but <laughs> uh, she's a very good friend of mine. I cleaned for her mom and her mom is legally blind. Mm -hmm. And when the lady walked in the house, she was like, oh, my goodness, it smells so good in here. It just did something to my heart. That's what I love. That is what I get out of it. And that's why I love it. Um, we have um, free days where we go clean up for the elderly who cannot clean up for themselves. And when I tell y'all, I love that. It'd be a mess. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a mess. But the thing about it is, is that they appreciate it so much. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if anybody knows, because I didn't notice when we started doing it, but People that are in assisted living facilities or um, old folks homes or if they have an apartment that they rent but it's subsidized, mm -hmm. if their place is not keep up to kept up to par, mm -hmm. they can get put out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, they do. I didn't know that. They until have to sign paperwork. This. They do yeah. inspections just like similar mm -hmm. to like hand and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that until we started this cleaning company. So the cleaning company goes on full force. And when I tell y'all, a lot of people say... If you, if somebody come and tell you they made a million dollars in three minutes, we did not make a million dollars. <laughs> We're not a million dollars status yet. It is a manifestation. We're manifesting that million. But we took off the minute I launched it. The minute That's I amazing. launched it. And, you know, and I'm, I'm going to give them those good pointers on how we launched it. We launched it with that, that app that everybody's seeing on Instagram, Home Aglow. 
And guess what? I saw you on Homo Glow. Yes. Shout out to Homo Glow because I saw yes. you on that. Okay. We launched it with Homo Glow. And, and it took off from there. It took off from there. We They liked the job that we were doing. And they said, well, your profile says Florida Lee Janitorial. So you guys don't work for Homo Glow? I said, no, we're independent. Mm-hmm. Give me your business card. And when their subscription ran out, they started calling us. Directly. Back, directly. So you get those direct bookings. Exactly. Amazing. What's the name of your cleaning company? Florida Lee Janitorial. <laughs> and how long y'all been around? A year. One okay, year. so you do residential and, and commercial. commercial. Okay, yes. and that's where you at right now. Yes. That's the end all be all for Sunny? No. Mm. Because we I just joined a net. Okay. And uh travel agency. Okay. So you got and a travel we're agency. back in and we're back in the insurance industry. Okay. That is amazing. Yes. So I I wanna call this pivoting into the power All right. I like that. I I think so. All right, let's close out by giving me one word to describe what you are right now. One word. One word. I'm happy. (laughs) Happy. Happy. I love that. I see happy, though. Like, even in the midst of you about the crying and stuff earlier, just explaining your story because I feel like you've never gotten to express it. Like, therapy and all that is cool, but like, Mm -hmm. really just telling your own story. I'm going to tell you my biggest mistake with my story is that I let everybody tell it but me. Mm. So this was my opportunity. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for coming. Selena, tell everybody where they can contact you or find you. All right. So you can contact me on Instagram, selena.sites, or you can contact me at uh, Floor de Lee Janitorial on Instagram, also Floor de Lee Janitorial on Facebook. And Selena.Sykes as well on Facebook. Everything is my name. Y'all just Google. <laughs> thank y'all so much. And as always, thank y'all for coming to another Wednesday Comic Combos episode. As always, I'm your host, Drika Carter, and I want to see you winning in royalty. See y'all next time. Bye. Give one more to give uh, socials to the camera one time. Look at that. My socials. Um, Look at this camera.